0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride and it is Sunday the 28th of June 2020 and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And we are going to look at the astrology of the week and look at all the excitement that continues to happen because it's never a dull moment lately. (laughs) And well, let's start with the fact that the eclipse energy from last Sunday was so strong and so powerful and so everlasting that I I just feel like life is in overdrive and everyone I talk to is experiencing life in overdrive. And, and if they're not telling me they're exhausted, well, then they're overwhelmed. And I have felt overwhelmed and everyone I um, speak to has something going on. So, it's it's been quite a time and it's not just the eclipse it was the fact that Neptune turned retrograde on Tuesday and then Thursday Venus went direct finally and we are in between two eclipses and you know it just keeps it just keeps on coming so let's talk about all of this stuff and you know the special aspects that we have coming up this week so right now what we are doing is we are, we are in the station of Venus and it is Venus going direct. And so Venus technically went direct 2 47 AM Eastern time, Thursday morning. And so it was very late Wednesday night, really Thursday morning here where I am. And it was, you know, I felt that the energy was wobbly on Thursday. I didn't feel like, huh, Venus is direct okay like I, it's clear now I felt it like later in the day and then definitely on Friday and I felt like the, the Venus energy the goddess energy just sort of move forward and be less uh distracting and and much more available and and more clear and whatever you've been through in the last month and a half with friendships, relationships, finances, you know, this experience has hopefully given you some wisdom. And between Wednesday night and Thursday, I definitely had some revelations relative to the, the Venusian part of the world right now and had some very strong feelings about the way things were things are moving and i think that you know even though venus is in gemini um which is an air sign and it's about thinking and and articulating and talking there's been uh, to my uh intuition there has been a lot revealed to me about the fact that you know one of the things that we're, we're combating right now is our our relationship with nature Uh, and that is the earth that is the whole world just uh, you know working with our relationship to mother earth nature divine mother divine divine earth and so venus is a ruler of that because it's goddess and the earth is female feminine and we need to pay attention to that so it was a very powerful epiphany that i had really just as venus was going direct and it really felt like it's something that we all need to pay attention to now there are lots of people who already know this and certainly there's lots of women that pay attention to this and um and lots of people who who you know celebrate the earth and i think that this recognition had a lot to do with what the first half of this year has been about And so it's something that we all need to start being aware of and paying attention to. And that was my big reveal from the Venus retrograde period. But, you know, it has been nonstop social also. Like there's just been, even though Venus retrograde mm, makes it not so social, between the eclipse and, and the planets stationing and shifting directions, it's been very very, uh, crowded <laughs> people passing through my house, people talking, people, uh, coming, people going, people calling, people writing. And that's all really good. I think, I think it's great. Um, because a lot of times that's not what happens when Venus is retrograde. We, we don't hear from anybody and it's kind of quiet and just, just the crickets. But, as Venus turned direct and as Venus moves forward now, and it's it's slow, it's not really moving just yet, um, we're going to see, you know, just learn more and more about how Venus has shifted our perspective or how our perspective has happened since, um, you know, Venus has moved and since it was retrograde. Now, we we have to just sort of acknowledge like you know all the things venus rules which is you know money and finance and friendships and relationships and love and what we desire so that could be food too <laughs> that's how you feed yourself so think about how you've been eating a lot of people said they gained weight during this the whole COVID experience think about um your v, the venus energy in that and how it operates in your life and what and if you are someone that sort of works with goddess energy perhaps you are aware of how the goddess is speaking to you for you know i for my instagram i was saying anyone we all have venus in our charts we all have feminine energy we all have to deal with it in some way and feminine energy comes in a lot of forms feminine energy is you know when you're in your kitchen cooking when you're taking care of your children um if you're a man and you have a daughter you know that's you know how you relate to the feminine, how you relate to your mother, how you relate to the other the women in your life, no matter what your preference is, who you are, how you relate to women, how do you relate to your your female children, your female relatives, all the females. How does that manifest in your life? And so that's something that we all need to kind of look at. In the meantime, Mars has moved into Aries and this is the big big reveal the big news of the weekend because Mars has been in Pisces for a long time for a good six weeks or so and it's really soupy in Pisces and it really is not um, Mars's favorite place to be and I really do believe that it is in a better condition than it's been for a while now, yesterday it went nine forty-five p.m. Eastern time, um, and so that means that Mars is now it's in its own sign, and Mars is always better expressed in its own sign, and it's at the zero degree point. So what does that mean? Well, we know that zero degrees Cardinal is where the eclipse was last week, and so the eclipse being at zero degrees Cancer last week. Um, is still the cardinal axis and Mars is on the cardinal axis because it's at zero degrees Aries. So technically, if we turned the astrological wheel into a three-piece pie and where all the cardinal signs sit on top of each other, um, Mars is triggering the eclipse point. And so the energy is high all over again. So it's been nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And so I really feel like Mars is in a place where it can, we can now reach for our confidence. Now we can reach for our, our uh, power and our chutzpah and our motivation and our ambition. Um, however, you know, that it's exciting, you know. This is exciting. Mars is like, wow, yeah. It's like, my energy's back. Yeah. I get up in the morning and I have things to do and I have places to go. Except Mercury's still in retrograde. And that's going to be for a little while yet. It's still going to be retrograde until Sunday the 12th, which is two weeks from now. Which means that even though you've got your mojo back, you're um, you're really not starting anything new until... Mercury goes direct, because uh, anytime I've tried to start something really new, it's been a bit of a flop. So you can start to think about what you can do, and you can start to look at the prospects of what to do. But Mars and Aries makes us a little impulsive, because suddenly we're so motivated. All we want to do is just jumpstart and all this energy from the eclipse has us like tapping our foot on the floor and shaking our knee and and chomping at the bit to get started with something. And it has been a very um, intense time. And I think Mars going into Aries has just turned the volume up on the intensity. And that's how I have felt since just this weekend. And I really feel like whoa, like this is not, this is just not slowing down. So, okay we just have to live with it. We have to stay calm. We have to do the best we can. We have to stay focused. We have to stay grounded. And we can't, you know, we can't let go of, you know, the things that we have in place that we need to do for ourselves every day. Our self-care, our self-care really needs to stay in place. And I'm finding more and more that it's often not in place and we aren't in a, in a, an area of our lives where we can actually do something um, that we need to do for ourselves. It's just it's things feel kind of blown to bits in this last week. And you know, every time I've tried to sit down and get something done, something happens, and it's a distraction or it's a. But they're they're not unwelcome distractions. Well, most of them aren't. Some of the distractions are unwelcome. Um, but it's been really something where people everywhere I talked to just had just are you know overwhelmed um and I am doing as bu- best I can and I'm telling everybody else to do as best as they can right now and if you feel overwhelmed then you have to stop and you have to sit down close your eyes and breathe and it's just that as soon as you you know, open the computer or turn on the phone or allow things to happen, um, s- things start hitting you and start coming at you. And it's been very complicated these last few weeks. And I really feel like it's been a very, very, very um, intense, intense time. Now, that being said, it, this isn't just astrological. This is universal, and this is there's something happening. And when I say that, I start to get into what the next aspect we're going to talk about is, which is Jupiter-Pluto. Now, remember back on April 4th, and everybody's heard me say this 10,000 times, whatever you were doing on April 4th, that was the first Jupiter-Pluto. The second one is Tuesday, and it's at 2.22 a.m. Eastern Time. And that means that whatever you were doing on the uh, 4th of April, well this is layer 2 of that. Now Jupiter and Pluto are extremely powerful together and when they get together, it's like I said before, shining the light in Pluto's closet. Jupiter is the flashlight and when we do this what we start to come up with all sorts of things that are going to uh, uh, clear our heads, clear our lives, clear our, clear our bodies, clear our houses our homes our closets our physical closets and our emotional closets and so the important thing about this is to remember that Jupiter and Pluto are intense energy together and they are once again at 24 degrees of Capricorn which is where they were on April 4th and still triggering this whole experience the Saturn Pluto um with Mercury retrograde and with the eclipse, and with two planets changing directions, and Mars going into its own sign and staying there for the rest of the year, and Jupiter, Pluto. Wow, this is a lot of energy. And when I talk about universal stuff, so much is happening right now that we can't um, we can't keep up. And one of the things that I, like I said, sit down, close your eyes, take a few breaths you know, do the best you can, but we're changing at a deep, deep, deep unconscious level. We are all changing. And in order for that to happen, in order for us to transform the way we need to transform, this is the way life is moving right now. And the level of transformation is really a very, um, profound place we are going to be in a very different place in a few months than we are right now. And we're already in a different place than we were in January. And we're already... There's going to be more to come this year. And there is such a profound, profound, profound experience of life um, speeding up that we have to just sort of... It, it's. We have to be able to process quickly and, and allow ourselves to process. Like so many things have happened um, to so many people, to me, to other people, to the people I'm living around, that we are in need of like stopping and, and sort of reading the signs. And I don't believe, um, I don't believe for a minute that we're all going to just like go back to our old lives There's, it's like the accelerator has been pushed, um, and we are not going backwards. We're going forwards and we're going forwards at lightning speed. So, okay. So if it was time for you to wake up about something in your life, you're waking up now. That's for sure. Something's come forward and you are waking up. And I I really feel like, um, I really feel like we are in a place of, you know, deep, deep, deep transformation, and Jupiter and Pluto are part of that. Both planets are retrograde, and they've both been retrograde, you know, for a number of weeks, um, probably more like a couple months, and they are indeed a dynamic pair of planets that have enormous energy and enormous potential for all of us so remember what i said back on the 4th of april if you really want to manifest something this is the time to do it and guess what the universe heard you (laughs) the universe heard you and it's manifesting for you and it's bringing everything forward for you at lightning speed so we're going faster than the speed of light and everything 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 that you asked for that's why you got to be careful about what you ask for you can only ask for it if um you know you really want it because if you don't if you if you're like well you know the universe will hand it to you really fast um and that's maybe not how how, the way you want to find out that you want something or not. You want to you want to be certain about it before you start asking for it. And this is why I encouraged everyone back in April to be really careful and to be really specific about what they were trying to manifest because th- I knew things were going to speed up like this and I knew we were going to have Jupiter Pluto three times and now we're approaching time number 2 and this is just too just too much energy like, I feel like everyone is trying to process stuff on a deep level in a short amount of time. And we can do what we can do. You know, we can just go to sleep at night, you know, make sure you're getting enough rest, do things for yourself that are going to be nurturing, and make sure everything is is going to be a really good experience of... Um you know, of life, you know, there's no reason on earth for you to sit and, uh, like, let this, it's like, imagine sitting and just letting, you know, one tidal wave after another hit you. (laughs) You can't, you have to, you have to take some action. So whatever it is you need to do, stand up for yourself, take action, whatever, you know, I advise you to be gentle with yourself, kind with yourself, kind to others, and just keep a clear head. Um, Mercury is still retrograde, so we are processing a lot psychologically, um, intellectually. And as long as Mercury's retrograde, and we have another eclipse next Sunday, the fourth. Well, it's really it's really July fourth, the night of July fourth, or July fifth. Um, it's you know, Eastern time 12:45 a.m. July fifth. Where I am, it's going to be the night of July 4th. But that doesn't matter. That is still the chart of the United States' birthday in 1776. So the United States is having an eclipse on its sun. Yeah. So, okay. Um, the, <laughs> it's a lunar eclipse next week. And it's, you know, the sun opposite the moon. And the sun will be in cancer and the moon will be in Capricorn. And so we've been through this Capricorn cancer dynamic all year and and last year. And, and it, you know, I can only encourage you to take care of yourself and take care of yours, your, you know, your family and all, because you don't want to just have this energy knock you off your chair. You want to be able to deal with it one piece at a time. And so, um, Um, you know, I really think that the best thing we can do is move forward one step at a time. And it's uh, it's not... This is not like a time to just go, oh, okay, well, whatever, tomorrow it'll be better. You have to kind of take the bull by the horns a little bit and and take some action. Now, if you made a manifestation, you made a wish back on April 4th, think about it. Think about what you wanted to manifest. Think about what you asked for and think about it again on Tuesday. Do you want to make adjustments to that? Do you want to take... A new le- to a new level. Are you satisfied with what you've received? Are you satisfied with what you're manifesting? Has it come up at all? Or did you realize that what you were trying to manifest was not something um, viable in your life? Or it's like, oh, you know what, I actually really don't want that. So when we move forward um, this week, and we have, you know, we thoughts of our manifestations, um, just just be very aware. Keep your awareness up about what it is that you are trying to achieve in your life. Um, Jupiter-Pluto is very powerful and dynamic and it's it's like making a huge wish but it is also going to be very revealing because Jupiter shines a light in Pluto's closet. So I love this combination because I do believe it, it opens up lots of things for us and it can really make something incredible happen in our lives. So use the energy. Do take advantage of it. Don't just sit there and go, Ah, it's Jupiter Pluto. Um I want a I want a bigger car or something. Well maybe you do. But um but really just use this energy wisely and and manifest something good for yourself and, and the good of the good of all concerned, you know. The other thing that's going to happen this week is that on Wednesday it's going to be July 1st, if you can believe it, but Wednesday Saturn will enter Capricorn again. Ta-da. So this is, <laughs> this is another big thing. Um, now why is this a big thing? Saturn went into Aquarius back in March. It was with Pluto and Capricorn. We've talked about that many times. It moved forward. It, it, it left the dinner table. Jupiter came in and sat down with Pluto. Saturn left. Saturn went into Aquarius and that's where it's been. Now, one of the important things is, and I mentioned this last week and I will mention it again, is that Saturn has been at zero Aquarius, which is where it's going to be with Jupiter at the end of this year. So there was something revealed to you last week on Sunday, probably, or Monday, revealed to you about the fact that of the Jupiter-Saturn. Jupiter-Saturn is a huge aspect. Something must have been revealed to you and some empowerment and some things to step forward into something about what's going to manifest in December for you uh was revealed because the eclipse wa- and it wasn't obvious because the eclipse and Saturn were talking to each other in what we call an inconjunct or a quincunx which I mentioned last week is a is an aspect that is actually very common but it's a it's a bit of a, de- a needling aspect it's not a typical like smooth aspect so now Saturn has moved off the zero degrees. Well, it is at zero degrees Aquarius as we speak right now. But Wednesday, it will move back into Capricorn at 7.39 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is important because it's going to be Saturn's last journey. It's retrograde. It's going to be Saturn's last journey in Capricorn. You know, this is, this. is these are the last months. And then at the end of the year, you know, Saturn's going to come back and visit Capricorn, its own sign. So now Saturn... Mars is ruling the heavens with itself in Aries. Saturn's going to start ruling the heavens again with itself in its own sign, Capricorn. And Saturn is not going to come back again. After this, it's going to take this retrograde, then go direct later in the year journey. And it will be in Capricorn for a good portion of the year until December 17th. So from July 1st to December 17th, it's going over a a part of the Zodiac where it went over from like these last bunch of months, um, you know, February, March, April. um, And then it's going to go back into Capricorn again. I mean, I'm sorry, Aquarius again. And that's going to be that. It's going to be done with Capricorn. What happened earlier? Well, COVID happened, right? So Saturn was at the end of Capricorn when COVID happened and when Saturn got into Aquarius is when COVID really happened, but we're going to, Saturn will not go back and greet Pluto. Okay. So this is a very important thing. Saturn and Pluto got together at 22 degrees of Capricorn, but Saturn is not going back there, but I think it will go back to 24, which is where Jupiter and Pluto are, are, you know, manifesting for us. And it's saying, Hey, are you sure you want this? You sure this is what you want? This is this is what you want, right? And hey, you got it. <laughs> Here it is. Saturn Saturn gives us the tangible. Saturn puts it in our hand. You know, Jupiter's a little more ethereal, but Saturn really puts it in your hand, especially when it's in Capricorn. So we have to once again be very careful what we wish for. And be very clear about what we're asking the universe to bring us and what we are creating remember we're we're all creators there's some component of this that we are very aware of what we're creating and we need to be super super concentrated that we're not going to uh give ourselves you know you know the wrong things so that's the other big thing this week saturn is changing signs so (laughs) It just, the fun never stops. Um, The excitement never stops. The astrology never stops. It is non-stop astrology time. And we knew that the end of June was going to be like this. Um, If you have difficulty um, right now, I'm advising you to seek out a friend, seek out some help, call an astrologer, and get some grounded energy in your life. Do something that makes you feel like you are not flying through the air at lightning speed. Wash your floor. <laughs> Dig in the garden. Wash your dishes. Clean out your closets. Do something very physical. Um, Mars and Aries is physical energy. Um, even though Aries is a fire sign, um, it's not an earth sign, but it. it Mars and Aries wants to be physical. Don't run the red light. Don't rush your green light. Make sure whatever you're doing has to be focused. And, you know, it can be direct, but you cannot worry about, like, you cannot, you, you don't, don't be thinking about, you know, how am I going to get all this done? Just don't, you, either you get it done, you don't get it done. The world is not going to end. And so all you have to do is. Stay, take one moment at a time, and if ever there is a time to uh, appreciate the present moment, it is right now. And maybe you're not happy with the present moment, but you got to be in it. And the present moment is where all the power is, the present moment is. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it the generous present moment because it has infinite possibility and so one of the things you want to be aware of are the infinite possibilities in this moment because all we can focus on is this moment we're in right now not next week, not yesterday not this morning, not an hour from now, right now and the best we can do is right now so be clear be aware, stay aware, know what your needs are in this moment. Um, and stay in your heart. Most of all, you know, if you stay in the present and in your heart, you're going to be okay. Um, if you feel overwhelmed, you're not alone. Do something grounding. And if you have to go take a nap, (laughs) stop everything and go take a nap. Um, go lay down and just, just breathe. And uh, as I said in my Instagram today, I always tell people to meditate, so it's a good thing if you can meditate, and just be very aware of how you are um, moving through your world in the in this generous present moment, and be generous with yourself, and stay in your heart, and most importantly, have gratitude for this moment, because you know what we're in exci- There's a lot of lot of awful. Things that we wish aren't happening. But there's also a lot of good in things that are happening. There are people coming together because they care about each other. There's people doing things because they care about others. And so we have to remember that there's a lot to be grateful for. Even though there's a lot of strife. There's always strife. There's always going to be strife. There was strife for decades. There was strife, you know, thousands of years ago. People lived harder than we do now in many ways. But, um, you know, we have to embrace and be grateful for this present moment and and have gratitude and be grateful for everything in your life everything from your ability to have sight and your ability to be able to hear my voice on this podcast because you have hearing and because you have a roof over your head and you and you know your digestive system is working etc etc anything you can be grateful for anything so and that's it we've got saturn changing signs we've got mars that just changed signs we've got another eclipse next week um next sunday right now the moon is in lovely libra trying to find some peace um the sun and mercury are going to conjunct on tuesday the same day we have jupiter and pluto conjuncting so there's a lot of uh, mercurial thoughtful energy happening there The moon is void most of tomorrow, the 29th, from 9.02 a.m. to 6.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Eastern Daylight Time. It will go into Scorpio tomorrow night. It will be in Scorpio all day on Tuesday. On Wednesday, it will be void for one minute. (laughs) The moon will be void from 9.20 p.m. to 9.21 p.m. on Wednesday, Eastern Time. One minute of void. So... I think we can handle that. Let's, you know, go get a glass of water during that time, or, you know, like, go get a glass of water. <laughs> um, Nine twenty-one p.m. on Wednesday, Eastern Time. It goes into Sagittarius, where it will stay Thursday and Friday, and it's void all day Friday. Just, you know, do the laundry Friday, do your work, stay close to home, do your do your emails, you know, and then uh, and get things done. And Saturday the fourth, it goes. And yeah, that's right. It's Fourth of July weekend in the United States. Happy birthday, USA! Next weekend, and the moon goes into Capricorn, and that's when we get ready for the lunar eclipse on Sunday the fifth. Um, I bid you an incredibly beautiful, lovely, grateful week. I am grateful to each and every one of you for listening to me and staying with me. And let's all get through this together. And if you need something, um, please, you know, by all means. Uh, give me a shout out and contact me. Thank you so much. And I am at thegoldenastrologer.com. This podcast is uh, available where all podcasts are distributed. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer. My uh, email is info at thegoldenastrologer.com. And uh, if you want a session with me, you can book it on my website. And my Twitter is at devastrology thank you so much. I thank you for listening and have a beautiful week.